with the rising sun on her wedding day, a day that was seven years in the making, a wedding between two of the greatest people to ever live. To Rachel Imenu, this wasn't just some guy. Yaakov Avinu was the man of her dreams, the holiest man to ever live, the Ruchnius, the spiritual cosmic forces that the two of them had, would build doyrois, would build generations, a future filled with children and grandchildren, shivatim, and eventually an entire nation of Bnei Yisrael from these two people. And finally, the day has arrived. The flowers have been set up. The tables and the place settings have been prepared for every guest. The guests are there. The band has begun to play. The wine has been chilled. The food is ready to be served. Everything is ready. This is Rachel's moment. She's getting the bracha from her father before she goes under the chuppah to get married. And then disaster strikes. She notices that her father is taking her sister to go get married. Her duplicitous father is exchanging the rightful bride. It is no longer to be Rachel that's going to marry Yaakov, but her sister Leah. In seconds, her hopes, her legacy, all of her dreams are crushed and torn to pieces in front of her eyes seconds before it was to happen. With a choice of a lifetime, Rachel understands good and well what's happening here. And Rashi tells us famously that Rachel Menu decided right here and right now to give it all up so that her sister should not be embarrassed. She went and gave over those three signs that they had as private symbols that Yaakov would know for sure that it's Rachel. And Rachel went over and handed them, surrendered them to her older sister Leah so that her older sister should not be pained. The Koyach Havitor, Rachel's giving in, giving up, is superhuman. The more we go into the story, the more eye-popping it becomes. How much Rachel's self-control was, how much she gave up, just so that her sister should not be embarrassed. All of the details of this story are just the tip of the iceberg for how much Rachel truly gave up. The Medrash in Oishchavdala tells us, that not only did Rachel just hand the signs over by telling her before the wedding, by the way, if Yaakov asks, these are the signs, but in fact, she stayed with her privately, hiding for every moment that Yaakov would say, and what did I tell you that you should say now or ask for the sign? She fed it to her sister, Leah, say this, privately without Yaakov seeing, sticking with her and holding her hand throughout the entire process until for sure she knew that she had done enough. And points out the great Magid Rib Shalom Sfradron that the Dasakanim tells us that the three signs were actually the Halachos of Shabbos, Hilchos Hadlakas Ner, and Hilchas Nida. And that Rachel found a way to teach her all of these Halachas, to explain them. Maybe Leah had known them, but to make sure that she knew all of the different answers to all the Halacha Shilas as the Simonim. Somehow Rachel found a way to do this, to guide her through the entire process. And even the halachic question that the Gemara tells us in Bav Metziah, Daf Samech, Bezam, and Aleph, and it becomes later brought in halacha and Orachayim, Tuf, Pei, Bez, that Chayecha, Koydman, a person, if their life is in peril, they have to save themselves. Their own life comes first. A person is obligated to make sure he's okay. You put your mask on before you help or assist others. 
And Kol in the Gemara says, Al-Achas Kama Vekama, that when it comes to Ruchnius, a person needs to prioritize his Ruchnius gains. So it's even a halacha. And yet still, Rachel said, no, I don't want to embarrass my sister. And if this would have been Rachel's vitor, her giving in, well then, dayenu. But then we find something astonishing a little bit further in the Parsha. When the famous episode with the Dudaim, it was when Reuven went out in the days of the wheat harvest, he found the Dudaim in the field and he brought them to Leah, his mother. And Rachel said to Leah, please, Give me some of your son's dudaim. The Sephano comments here that the dudaim were somewhat magical flowers. They smelled good in a way that they could help a person to conceive. And Rachel, who had been barren until this point, was asking for some dudaim, perhaps to merit the birth of a child. And Leah's response is hard to understand, as the next Pusik says. But she said to her, quote, was your taking my husband insignificant? And now to take even my son's dudoim? What do you mean, taking my husband? What is Leah saying here? Rachel didn't take your husband. Rachel is the only reason that Leah was able to marry Yaakov. So what is Leah responding here? And the Bali Moser tell us here something remarkable. That Rachel never exposed to Leah what she did for her. Rachel never ever told Leah that, by the way, it was really my husband. I had done something nice for you. And after the fact mentioned to her, by the way, you know that I really was the one who was supposed to marry Yaakov and I helped you out. She never mentioned it. She would always remain silent and never expose her act of chesed that she did. To the point that Leah was able to say now, is it enough that now that you also married Yaakov, that you took my husband and now you're going to take my dudaim? So Rachel had given up her husband of her dreams all of the ruchnius that came with that, her legacy and her doyrus had been shattered in seconds. She still never told any of this to her sister, Leah. There is something special about this act that Rachel did. Giving up, vitor, letting someone else win, protecting somebody else when you are willing to give up from yourself, vitor. Being a vatron is today's vart. There is something odd about it and its potent powers. Just listen to this medrash. Rev. Eliyahu Baruch Finkel brings it. And you can find this medrash in the introduction of the medrash Eicha. The Beis HaMikdash has been set aflame and it's being destroyed. All of our forefathers came in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu crying. Please have mercy on your kids. Please save our Beis HaMikdash. Avraham said, Please remember, Hashem, that I was willing to give up Yitzchak, give up the future of Klal Yisrael just to do your will. But to no avail. Hashem didn't listen. Yitzchak began to beseech with his claims. That he was willing to give up his life. And again, Hashem didn't listen. Yaakov began to entreat Hashem. He said, His gramidoso estrem shano bebeis lavan veeich shemaser atzma lamisa kishabaga beeza bavorbanov. All of the trials and tribulations that he went through. Again, trying to convince Hashem to save the base Hamigdash and not let it be destroyed. And then came Moshe Rabbeinu. And he began to stake his claim as to why Hashem should save the base Hamigdash. And again, Hashem did not listen. 
And then Baosai Sha'a Kavza Rachili Menu Rachili Menu got up Lifnakadish Barhu the Heskira and she reminded Hashem about the Maisa Mistiras Hasimanim Lalea that she gave over the signs to Leah Kadeh in order Shalotate Lecherpa so that her sister should not be embarrassed. So she said to Akadish Barhu, please do not send your children out and destroy the base on Migdash so that we should not be embarrassed. And what happened next? Miyad immediately nisgalgalu rachamav shalakadosh baruch hu Hashem had mercy and compassion va'omar bishvil charochel because of you Rachel ani machazir as Yisrael lemekaimam I'm going to save the Beis Hamikdash. What a medrash plea! The greatest legends of our Torah have got up to Hashem with their ultimate righteous deeds, and yet none of it worked until Rachel came with this story. Something's different about giving in, giving up, being mevater. And even in modern times, a story like this literally has happened, where someone's giving in, giving up has saved the Jewish people. As heard from Rabbi Yehuda Geberer, it was the Six-Day War, and the Mir Yeshiva was kind of in a tough spot. The Yeshiva is kind of in no man's land in between where the Jordanian army was attacking, and they were shooting shells into Yerushalayim. It was well known that the Mir Yeshiva had a miklat, had a bomb shelter, so all of the neighbors around had crowded into the bomb shelter in the bottom of the Mir Yeshiva, while 6,000 shells were being fired into Yerushalayim. The scene down there was men, women, and children huddled together with their families, crying, saying to Hillim. In one corner, Reb Chaim Shmulevich, the Rosh Yeshiva, was leading a group of saying to Hillim. He was giving intermittent drushos, giving chizuk. In another corner, Reb Nochem Partsovitz, his son-in-law, was learning still Bahasimada, trying to save the Jewish people. And then all of a sudden, a direct hit into the building, and the entire Mir Yeshiva is shaking, and their lives are hanging in the balance, crying and shrieking, scared that the building about to collapse on top of them, when all of a sudden, one of the women, one of the neighbors, who had been left in Aguna, whose husband had left her without a get, who had been stuck, unable to get remarried, screamed out, and she said, Hashem, I forgive my husband. Please forgive your children. And the building stopped shaking. The shells stopped being fired. And Reb Chaim Shmulevitz declared that because of this woman was the mere yeshiva and all those people saved. There's something different about giving up, giving in, being mevater. What the vart is, what the pshat is, I'm not entirely sure. But what we do see is that it is one of the most potent powers we have. You never lose we see by giving in, by giving in and giving up. How much did Rachel gain? How many thousands of people did she save? Even in modern times, this tactic has been used to build and to gain with this simple act of giving up, being mevater, giving in and being moichel. We should be misoyer. We should be inspired when we hear these stories. Who doesn't have a person that they don't see eye to eye with? or a matter in their life that they just can't seem to get over. Let this be a sign. Let this be an inspiration. Give in. Give up. Be mevater. Hear these stories. Understand the greatness. Understand the power of how special it is to Hashem. Give up. Give in. Be mevater. Because giving up, giving in, is actually a formula for success.